Hey, friend. Hey, how are you? Good. Your face is up if you care. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't know how to hide that. I don't know how to hide that either. Hmm. I guess I don't. I don't really care. I changed your name. I don't have, yeah, I don't have anything sensitive to talk about. I don't think, I don't <laughs> think many people watch the video. I don't know. Okay. If anything, they well, want to in the podcast and they don't know what your name is. Well. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. I have something that I um, I want to talk about that I think other people might get something from. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to figure this out, uh, how to take my face off. So <laughs> you're stuck with it and my background, whatever it is. Um, yeah, so I, I wanted to talk about kind of dealing with um, older male you have to deal with this all the time I know I don't most of my field is is women um the younger part anyway um so I have this colleague um slash mentor um he is a like great person um he's an MFM I'm an OBGYN he's an MFM and uh, I work as a laborer, so I just do like labor delivery and I cover like ER, GYN stuff. But um, so he is an MFM and he does have like some surgical expertise, which is very unusual. Like usually they don't, um, but he does like Accreta stuff. So he does do like some more extensive surgical things. And he's clinically absolutely amazing. Like um, he's wonderful clinically. He's just like a solid, um, makes good judgment calls, like really good at clinical skills, like really a fantastic mentor. And that way but he is just like a total curmudgeon. And it's like a Monday morning quarterback every single time he comes on um, from, you know, when we, like I cover night call a lot as a laborist, I cover the floor and, when he comes on, it's just like constant criticism one after another. Like, it feels like like malignant residency all over again. And I know that and I'm confident in my own skills and I know, you know, but I, like, I find myself like fighting with him. Um, and I'm, I, you know, I think I'm right when I'm fighting, obviously. Um, I want to do a better job of keeping myself in check. Um, like yesterday he said, and he'll say things like, it can be a little like he doesn't always follow the guidelines because he's an expert. Okay. So he's like one of these people that he's allowed to be an expert and that's great. Like, but I got to teach my residents to follow the guidelines. <laughs> so, cause that's what they're held to as a standard of care. Um, and that's what I'm held to. I says, like, I don't get to make expert opinions. Like he totally can. Um, so that's what it, that's what comes up. That's the context that it comes up in a lot. Um, this frustration that I have and then I end up fighting with him and I don't want to fight with him because I do respect him and I love him very much. Like, I think he has so much to offer and I know, you know, I've learned so much from him. Um, and I don't want to look like, a, you know, I don't want to be like a fighty. You know, I don't want the residents to learn that either. Like when we're in sign out, like I don't want them seeing like, oh, you know, Dr. So-and-so is, um, Dr. Eastside is, is fighting with, with him again, you know, um, at the same time though, I mean, I want them to see me. I don't want to like just zip it and, um, you know, not stand up for my knowledge that I have. So, mm -hmm. 
where's yeah. the where's the fighty the fight coming from? Is it coming from the thought he's wrong or I'm right or like what, do you know where that's coming from? Hmm. I mean, yes, like he's you know he's wrong and I'm right about this and um then I kind of always make it more like I make it like he's always does this. <laughs> you know, like he always does this. He's always like, that's where the fight comes from. Like it's, it goes beyond a disagreement. And then I'm like arguing. Mm -hmm. um, and there's also, I mean, like, honestly, I'm really being truthful with myself um, because I have done like thought work on this. Um, there's like an element of like looking to him as a mentor and wanting to please him and um, you know, wanting him to think highly of me because so many people think highly of him and wanting others to think, highly, you know, there's definitely that element too. Um, so that I get frustrated when he's criticizing something that I did, even if I can completely defend it. Mm -hmm. um, so, so what's, is the, what's the problem? Do you see the problem is the problem you're fighting with him is the problem I want to change him and I can't is the problem. He wants to contradict you. Like what's the rub? The The problem is I don't, I don't want to fight with him. Like I don't want to, like I cannot change him. And I know that like, yeah. um, like that piece of knowledge in, you know, in my cognitive brain is, is there. I want to show up as someone who does not fight with him. Um, and not because like, like some sort of, you know, like I want to be a doormat and smile and nod, not that because I just don't think there's any power in fighting with him yet. Yeah. I keep doing it. Yeah. I think that's like the intention behind not fighting is actually like a big deal. And I, I think a lot of people don't think about because they're like, don't be a pushover. And you're like, no, no, this is my higher self actually. At work. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. That's what I want my higher self. And she doesn't always show up. Right. Right. That's because she takes, that's just, she takes like She's to be well rested and like higher self has requirements, man. That's true. Otherwise, like eight billion people would always be at their higher self, and that's not how the world works. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Okay, so when when he comes in, this is like Monday morning sign off or something. He's been working. Totally. Okay, he's yeah. he's been working. You come in. The residents are following you around like little ducklings. I just see them waddling behind you, and. Um, <laughs> this is what they want to do and uh and so what are your thoughts like what what's like the default that comes up that you think like triggers the the fighting huh. um oh my gosh it's so many things um i mean i definitely will go into um a sign out where I know he's going to be there. Like I will go into it with some dread. I'm like, oh, I have to deal with this again. It's going to be all the critiquing and all the, eh. and um, I don't have to defend myself and I am tired because I've just, you know, worked usually a 24 hour shift and, um, and you know, works hard. It's a hard job. Um, and so I probably don't set myself up for success from a mindset standpoint. And then I, 
I never know what it's going to be. So I don't feel like, I guess I'm like, I guess I've tried before. And I'm like, okay, what's he going to be like? Can I prepare myself for the things? Like, is it predictable enough? And it isn't because it'll just be something like totally like, I never would have dreamed that he would like make up this thing today. Um, yeah. So like preparing ourselves for other people and what they're going to do is like, yeah, a lesson in perfectionism that will never acquire right yeah we can't do that and then you can like this the self-compassion of like dude i'm showing up tired like already not at my best self and i can't change that either yeah right like can you make him is it possible to make him more neutral in your brain because you've got like all these thoughts about him right like he's an expert. He's my mentor. He's always argumentative. I always get in a fight with him. Like we've got a big story around this guy. Yeah. Could th- could this guy with practice be a man who says words? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Um, I mean, it would take a lot of practice. It would take some practice, not a lot of practice. It would take some practice. Yes. And then he probably could be just a man who says words it's really even funny to think about that just because I do have such a an impressive biography built for him Mm -hmm. in my brain would it be useful if he was a man who said words maybe maybe that wouldn't be useful to you but like if he was a guy who just said words consistently like I would say argumentative words but like consistently he's going to say something that like is against the guidelines right that's just this like computer graphic that's in the surgeon's lounge is this dude yeah so if he's just a man who says words um words that i don't agree with (laughs) can i can i qualify them oh yeah totally (laughs) okay because then you're not going to be surprised by him right because right now you're like what's he gonna say i don't know maybe i'm not gonna be prepared if you're like Oh, of course. He's going to say the words I disagree with. Like, I knew that already. Yeah. Like, he just becomes more predictable. Right. In a sense. Yeah. And like, yeah. this exercise is only as useful as you think this is useful. Right. It's like, we can't change him. We can't make you well rested on your, on your A game. We can't change, but what can we change? We can take all of our story about this guy and how it's supposed to be and be like, we're here for like safe care of patients. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I think it would help me to kind of neutralize him a little bit and take off the facade that I've built for him. Um, Because maybe there, and again, I'm I'm not a mind reader, and this you know this only resonates with you if it if it resonates. But it's like there's there's so much backstory on this guy. Maybe that's why it's always because it's just never going to be. He's never going to not be him, right? He's. It feels like very. Um... Yeah. He's very sort of 
old school, which I don't disrespect old school. Like I actually have a lot of appreciation. I, I'm very much a fan of changing the culture of medicine and not being so malignant, et cetera. But I also believe that there's value in the accountability and things like that. And so he has that element, but then with a little touch of too much of the malignance. <laughs> and and then there's, I, th- I think the other story that keeps coming up, and I think I'm actually like a little like feeling a little bit nervous to talk about this in this forum um, because of the gender and like patriarchal component. Um, But I just really like, like he's, you know, he speaks with loud words, um, you know, words at a higher volume than normal conversation. (laughs) I neutralize it. Um, And I, like my problem is the fighting. Like I don't want to fight back. And again, not because I don't want to be, I just don't find any value in that. Um, Like, I don't think that me um, speaking in a way that doesn't serve me or doesn't have me showing him, it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm struggling a little bit in this format with it. I I was like, oh, maybe this will help other people. And now I'm like, oh gosh, everybody's going to be like, oh, you know, just stand up to the dude. But like, hey, don't don't worry about that. No, I know, I know. I want to stand up with knowledge though. Like I want my competence to be my weapon. I want my articulate, you know, the way that I'm able to articulate my case and, and my viewpoint. I want that to be my weapon. I don't want it to be the loud tone of my voice or foul language used or anything like that. I don't want to be fighting with him because I don't respect that. So yeah, yeah, I want to be a little less human around him. (laughs) I want to be prepared. And um, And maybe that means making him, and I'm not saying dehumanize him, but it's like, get rid of your story. So you can be yeah. like focused on you and not like, is he going to still be impressed by me? Is he thinking I'm smart enough? Like all these different thoughts of him of like, do your job. Like you get to respond as you want to respond. And he might be the sort of person who like likes that energy and like wants to have that energy up. And that's how he thinks people care. And like, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. Yeah. I mean, I think he, I think he is because I think he's like from that generation of like this is how his brain was trained to mm-hmm. be this way for all these years and it's like much older um i have a lot of compassion for that too like you know like oh yeah like of course he thinks this way he's been doing it this way for 40 years you know right. like i can't necessarily expect him just to change and be more you know millennial or <laughs> you know right then you would have then you'd have the millennial issues. <laughs> right. I'm a total what am I what I'm one of those zennials, like not quite a millennial. Right. The the, the elder, the elder millennial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a guy that in my circle that like I just wanted to be different. But when it comes like when I boil off all of the water and I'm, you're left with like the sauce, it's like, I just want this person to be different. And that's what causes me all the pain. Like, yeah, it's not going to be. And at some point he's not going to be there anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I probably, if I'm being more honest, I probably do just want him to be different. Um, I just have enough awareness that I know that that's not like a thing that's going to happen. So <laughs> Seems like not a place I should spend my energy. Yeah. But 
Yeah. And then you just get to play with like, because when you're not worried about like what he's going to think or how he's going to respond or how he should do it different, then you really do have more energy to be like, I'm going to respond this way today. Yeah. You almost like, it's like conservation of energy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well then next time we'll just give it a whirl and just make him neutral. Man who says words, man. Yeah. It's like a Jedi mind trick. And and to me, like, you know, the, the guy I work, it's like, I've come to the point of like, I'm never going to understand him. Cause I was spending all this time, like trying to understand him mostly because I wanted to change him, (laughs) but like, I'm to the point now where I'm like, Oh, I just don't understand him. Okay. I might have to work on that too. There was a specific instance yesterday where I was just like, right like my head was ready to explode so um yeah yeah I mean he he means a lot to you right because he's he does yeah because he is a mentor and because he does know a lot like he has a lot of meaning to you which probably takes like all the you know thoughts and emotions and it's like I'm not that with this stranger it's like no well you don't have that story with that stranger yeah like this person wants you to fight you're like no yeah, I have like several people in my life who really illustrate the like 50-50 concepts, like not of life, but like of people, right? Like, cause nobody's like all good, like mm-hmm. just like life, like, and he is, you know, top five on this list right now. <laughs> or I'm like, no, like I'm going to focus on the parts that I really like about this person because I know that they're there and I know that I have value and I like, you know, I learned from this. Yeah. These other parts are also there. And I think I'm still trying to like balance. I it's a, like, I have that awareness, but I'm not sure how to deal with it um, all the time. So I know there's a value to be gained. Like, I don't, I don't not care for this person. I don't, you know, be very sad if this person didn't show up to work tomorrow because something terrible happened, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, person has these characters. I mean, it's just like any relationship, right? Like you have these, I feel the same way about my spouse and my kids, like, you know, love them. <laughs> There's a couple of things they do that drive me crazy. Um, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And like, you know, what Brooke says is like, to change a relationship, you only have to change one person. And the only person you can change is you. Right. It's like li- literally like, there's all the power we have. Yeah. <laughs> but it becomes yeah. like so simplified then because you're like, well, I can choose to change me or I'm shit out of luck. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. It also, you know, it makes it more challenging because, like, you know, it's hard to change yourself, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> not, as, totally. not as hard as to change someone else, but. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, it's, like, too hard to change myself, so I'm going to try to change all these other people. And you're like, well, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, probably not where the house money is, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I play with it. And, and again, like for anybody who like signed on mid talk, I'm not saying dehumanize this person and call him a man with words, you know, like the Charlie Brown adults. Yes. Oh, wow, wow, wow. It's like not to dehumanize him, but just to like diffuse all of the story you have involved in like all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try it. See if it works. See if it works. If, 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 let me know if it doesn't. Let me know if it does. We'll do. We'll see how it goes. All Thanks right. for coming on, East Side. All right. Yes. Happy to see you, West Side. Nice to see you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
All right. Everybody's got such good names today. Love it. Nobody's freezing. It's helpful. Anybody else want to come on? Trying to figure out how to spit Eastside back out. I don't know how to do it. Eastside, I'm going to remove you, but like come back on if I spit you out. I don't want to remove you. Okay. Who's next? Who wants to come on? Any thoughts or needs? Everybody wants to sit back and listen to other people be coached today. <laughs> totally fine. Give me a topic to talk about though. What do you want to, what do you want me to talk about? There we go. We'll do Wish at Beach. Wish at Beach. Can you hear me? Sorry. Love your, love your name. Yeah, it's freezing where I am. So that's why. Take me with I you. I was talking to a friend. I, I was talking to a friend in like New York today. They said it's going to be in the negatives with a wind chill. Yeah, it's supposed to be negative 20 where I am oh. tomorrow. So, yeah, not warm. Oh, um, don't leave. But, don't, leave the, don't leave the house. <laughs> I wish that was the case. I know. I'm getting ready to make a job transition and I'm trying to figure out the best way to have like a good mindset for moving into the new job. And so I'm trying to figure out some techniques or how to go about getting ready for that. Cause I'm leaving a situation where even though there was a lot of toxicity and difficulty, the decision to, Kind of blow up the contract we were working under was not made by myself so it was not like a transition that I was expecting oh did I lose you are you there how's your how's oh, your wife? there you are oh sorry sorry yep I'm not very zoom talented sorry <laughs> it's all good I, I lost you after the contract that ended was not under your direct yeah, so it was so it was a minute like we were kind of contracted to work at a hospital and that hospital is electing to end the contract and so we were all kind of being given the option of like transitioning who our employer was but that wasn't um, going to be like anywhere near as favorable terms. And so um, I looked for opportunities and we're going to move to another state. Um, but then I'm getting a lot of sort of flack and negativity for leaving, even though the 
reason why I even considered leaving was not of my own um, decision. You know, they they set up this situation and then sort of want to guilt those of us who are choosing to leave for, you know, well, now you're going to put us in a difficult spot. And I was like, well, you've put us in a difficult spot for a year <laughs> having this yeah. held over our head. But I just want to make sure, like, it's hard that the day-to-day -day frustrations of the current job are still frustrating and wanting to get in a good mindset for being as successful as I can at a new job because it's very disruptive to move, you know, your family and start anew. Totally. How do you want to, how do you want to feel? How do you want to think? Well, I'm hoping the people from all I've met so far, the people that I'm going to be working with seem to be a much more cohesive group and like a collaborative group and kind of share things like, you know, share things, but share things more fit, you know, like if, if they have a certain specialty, like they're going to take those cases, but they're going to give you these other cases so that everybody's successful. And that's definitely not the environment I've been in. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I want to make sure that I like can hit the ground running and, and be as successful as I need, but it's also a different, like more of a productivity based contract. And so it's like, I want to be as successful as I can be so I can support my family. Just a lot of change and still having to deal with all the crap from the current job that hasn't been ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about like your new job and transitioning? Like what feelings, if you could like, if you could pick anything in the world to feel and think about this new job, what would it be? I want to just feel sort of excitement and like hopefulness for it, but it's just, there's been so much challenge in the last year. And then it is very disruptive to move. And we have a lot of, a child who'll be going to college and kids who will be, you know, having to be uprooted and stuff. So there's just a lot of mixed feelings, I guess. Why are you, so if you're, if your chosen feelings are excitement and hopeful, why are you choosing to not feel those feelings? Cause you're like, well, I can't because of these other feelings. And I can't because of these other, the, the stuff, the, the mud that's over in this pond. Like they're, they're not even related to each other. But I, 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 have you picked up that you're that that's what you're doing? To some extent, yeah. I think sometimes it's just hard to separate it when the day to day is still frustrating. Yeah. Hold on. How much longer do you have in the current pond? Uh, ninety days. Ninety days. How do you want to feel about having ninety days left? I want to. I'm excited about that, but it's one of those things you know it will go quick. But right now, it's like. Ugh, another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But pretty temporary other day, you know? Yes, it will go faster. Than, I know it will fly by with everything going on, but it right now seems like it will crawl. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But it, I mean, it's good to know though, right? Like that's just your thinking that's thinking that. It's not, it's not like a fact. 
that it's going to crawl or go fast or anything. That's just our thinking. True. True. And then to be like, oh, I'm thinking I'm going to be like, because brains do that. Brains get very like myopic and like, you know, the water's tepid today. So it's always going to be tepid. Like we, we get into that black and white thinking, but like, to be like, ah, this is such a slog. And be like, but only for 90 days. That's <laughs> true. Like, that's nothing. No, I think it's just wanting to make sure that I go into the new job with. Appreciating all the things I learned from jobs that maybe weren't as ideal so that I can really go into it with the best mindset. Because I think sometimes when I've had to make transitions before it was, you know, like a practice fell apart. And so you had to switch and it wasn't really something you wanted or you had to move and it wasn't something you wanted. And I do want this transition. It's still just, there's some feelings of guilt of like that the kids will have to change schools or we'll miss friends or things, but trying to focus on the knowing that it will be, it seems like such a better opportunity and just trying to make sure that it, that, manifest and that's what it is yeah totally oh i just like you know when you get stuck in the like mud of the now taking that time to reflect like how do i want to feel and like intentionalizing it and then making sure you're not like putting the lid on it because like well i can't feel excited because x y and z like no that's that's bullshit x y and z isn't limiting you can have all the excitement in the world and all this other stuff isn't isn't preventing you. It's like, why not? Why not feel 100% excitement? It's like clean slate, totally new. You're totally prepared because look at all the experience you're bringing. Like, why not go all in on like the feelings you intentionally want to bring forward to this? No, and I, I, I do think that, I guess it's just, yeah, having to remind yourself of that. <laughs> I think that that's what like, you know, when we start when we start learning about coaching and we start realizing like, oh, I'm actually in charge of my thoughts and my feelings of like, number one, giving up the power that everything else has over us and how that's kind of e an easy way to live sometimes. But then also like, well, I don't want to feel all this excitement and hopefulness because I don't want to be disappointed. Right. And it's like, well, so you're going to choose to be disappointed now. <laughs> Right. Instead of feeling yeah. excited and hopefulness, because there might be a future disappointment, which is also your choice because you're thinking that then. Right. Yeah. Of like, you know, we like we don't want to feel these like strong feelings, whether they're whether they're sad feelings or really happy feelings. Like we're like, don't feel too excited. What if you're wrong? Is like, go all in on feeling excited. It feels fucking fantastic. Like ride it for a while. See what that feels like. Enjoy it. I think that's a much better mindset than worrying about all the thousand things still going wrong. Totally. And like, you know, when, when I asked you, like, what do you want? What's your, your ideal? It's like, I'm not telling you to be excited. Those are your words. You're like, that's what I want to do. But look at my poop. Like, I got some poop. And it's like, well, there's poop everywhere, man. Like, yes. It could be it could be a relevant or irrelevant poop, but like why not just feel all the excitement? They're not really that related. 
no, I think that's a much better mindset to have. That doesn't mean you're going to be excited all the time or you should be excited all the time, but just realize like you're putting your own lid on the boiling pot of excitement. It's like, as long as you want to be doing that, but like, you don't have to be. That's a good point. <laughs> it's a big, it's a big adventure. It's a big transition. And like, you know, I think the other thing we do with like big life things is like, I shouldn't have all these thoughts or I should know it with a hundred percent certainty or like we should, we want it to be like, we don't want it to be bumpy. Like it's going to be bumpy. You gotta like, you have to figure out where the post office is at the new place. And like, who's got the cheapest milk and like, let alone eggs. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like there's a lot of stuff, but no, like overall, I want to feel excitement and hopeful about this. Right. Here we go. No, I think that's a good point. And knowing whenever we have transitions in our family, we have to, you know, we have, you know, we moved with a new baby twice. We <laughs> have a child going to cut. We don't do things just the one life stress. We have to do like three or four all at once. <laughs> right. You're, you're a pro. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm totally excited at this because I I've done this before. It's going to be okay. Yeah. But just like, let yourself, uh, experience some of the good feelings and, and excitement at least give it 50 percent airtime that'd be a good start <laughs> that'd be a good start just go for 50 percent. have some fun with it thank you yeah absolutely talk to you soon I think that's for that's for all of us like we don't want to feel too good or too excited or too thankful because of like what if we're wrong in the future and that blew my mind where I was like yeah if we're wrong in the future that's also just a thought of us telling ourselves we were wrong about that and why limit our enjoyment or our excitement or all those feelings like we're only dimming our experience in life because of like a future like well you got to be right about it it had to have been the, I'm going to find out if it was the right move before I can be, it's like, no, 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 we don't, we don't know if it's the right move. We can still be excited about it, but like limiting, letting ourselves have those feelings and realizing like we're the ones kind of holding, holding back the opportunity to experience those sometimes lovely, super high energy, great feelings. All right. Who's next? What should we talk about? Hello. Blue sky. Hi. Blue Here Sky. Oops. Blue Sky, like Montana? No. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I wasn't yeah. sure. I wasn't coming up. No, I was just, I was stuck in a ski resort in my head thinking about yeah, that's nice. Blue Sky. I was yeah, thinking of that too. They've been getting a lot of <laughs> a lot of snow. Um, here's what I was thinking about is like I've been working with you all for a couple years. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, I want to have more time in my just to not feel exhausted so that I can actually think about this stuff. Like I see in like you've changed in the last couple of years because you're just more 
you know, introspective and you've really thought. So how have you found the time and the energy? And I know we make time for the things that we think are important, but I just, I would like some advice on that. Like you want me to share, share my journey? Like how have you, cause I, you still work full time, right? Yeah. Um, how do you just, cause I know you, you must devote some type of time every week to getting more in tune with these, with these thoughts. Yeah. I do a lot of reading personally. I know some people really like journaling a lot. Um, but for me, it's reading and I kind of like think through reading. Um, and I, I probably got into reading again, like maybe the year before the pandemic, I feel like 2019, I started reading again. And it's just like two things that come to mind is I was spending so much time just like on the computer at night because I was exhausted. Right. And Mm -hmm. then I'd be like, Oh my God, I was just been like scrolling people.com for like two hours. And like, it struck me of like, I'm going to spend my life scrolling social media after the kids go to bed. If I don't effing consciously decide to stop doing that. Yeah. I think that was my big aha of like, who do I, do I want to be the person who consumes that much media? Right. Right. And for me, it wasn't. And I think the, like the other thing was like realizing nobody else has, nobody else has authority over me. Mm -hmm. Like nobody. And then you're like, buckle up you're in charge now (laughs) like be careful what you ask for because you're the only one who's going to tell you like how amazing of a life you get to have Mm -hmm. and uh I think that was the other one for me was like consciously getting off the the passive computer right Mm -hmm. um into more active stuff of like reading books and like you know learning about coaching and starting side gigs and you know all the things like we're, we're all going to spend time doing stuff. And it's just like, is a reflection of your week. Is there a big chunk in there that you're telling yourself I'm too tired? Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot, where was this? I feel like Brooke was just coaching somebody. Brooke Steele was just coaching somebody. And she's like, if you're legit tired, l- rest. And there's like a legit burnout, like you're exhausted. You need to start saying no. There's like that group of people. But then there's the like, we just tell ourselves we're tired and we're like, well, maybe, or maybe that's just a, a repetitive thought. Like I'm not a good enough mom and there's not enough time. Like those are my, the three thoughts, right? Yeah. Like, maybe that's bullshit. Maybe mm-hmm. I do have more, maybe I can work out every morning. Right. Maybe I'm not actually that tired. Um, And so, yeah, it's like, it's that, not that it's a fine balance, but it's like, there's legitimate tired people, but then there's people who are like, well, you know, you could never figure out how to fit fitness into your life because I'm just too tired all the time. Mm -hmm. Sounds very true. Yeah. Right? And then you're like, maybe it's not. Maybe you are, maybe you sleep a lot, like sleep normal. You, you, when you are not on call, like, you know, you get some sleep. (laughs) Right. You could decide to put fitness into your life or you could, could decide to get up and journal or good to decide to read. But it's, it's really like that personal, that personal, like you're the one who's going to tell you what, what amazing yeah. life 
there is. And, and to me, like, I think another thing that, that kicked it in for me was like realizing like life is short and life is amazing. Like I'm, what if I wasn't born? Right. Like, yeah. And it's just like those, I mean, and they're all just different thoughts. Right. But they give me perspective of like, what am I going to do about it? Right. I can, I can research how many times Liam Hensworth has cheated on Miley Cyrus and I can be an expert about that or, <laughs> or <laughs> I, I still go down the rabbit hole of, of people.com, but like, or I could start, you know, two side businesses, a podcast, write a book and be in the best shape of my life, which is all like, that's me describing me right now mm-hmm. because, I, because I got so fucking sick of me being like, so tired once the kids go to bed just gotta scroll so you just gotta scroll on this computer mm-hmm. i was like well i could that could be the next 20 years if i don't freaking check myself yeah is that useful did i did yeah. i come did i come close yeah no definitely and i know when you're tired you just need to sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes. and it's it, like Oh, maybe other people would disagree with me because I'm like, it's this fine line. Maybe it's not a, maybe it's a fat line. Who knows? But it's like indulging almost. We like, we indulge, I, which you, I didn't realize I did until you, you get coached and you're like, oh, you're indulging of like, in order to do other amazing things in your life, sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do, right? Right. Like, start a website, start an LLC. I have to, I have to memorize a talk that I'm giving in a month. I do not want to memorize this talk. Mm-hmm. Don't want to do it. Not at all. Don't want to do it. Yeah. It's part of the, it's part of the, it's part of the deck of cards. Like, right. Right. We're like, well, I shouldn't have to do anything I don't want to do. It's like, well, if you want to have an amazing life and like some cool shit happen, like you actually have to do some stuff you don't want to do. Cause it's right. not like, you know, ice cream on the couch. It's not cheap dopamine. It's like, it's hard work, but like Mm -hmm. anybody who's got like amazing shit, like think of, think of surgeons, right? Like what did we have to do to effing become surgeons? (laughs) We had to Mm -hmm. do a bunch of shit we didn't want to do. But I I think it, I think it's true. Like, how do you become somebody who's fit? You do some shit you don't want to do. It's called called working out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you want to do it. But like sometimes you don't, and we just get into this like very indulgent like. I don't feel like it. Yes. Like, but then you're gonna have that kind of life. That's fine. Just be aware you're gonna have that kind of life. Right. I don't like cooking vegetables at all. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Hate right. it. I hate doing it. But I like why I I want to eat some vegetables from time to time. But I'm throwing out metaphors because it's like, I I think it kind of applies to a lot of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Kelly. That I don't, I'd like, let me know if I did not nail that on that head. (laughs) No, that's good. Yeah. I just, it's like you're doing that. You're like your own audit, right? Of like, what am I telling myself? And is it, is it true or not? And when am I, am I just indulging myself? Or if I want to have an amazing life. People who have an amazing life, like they do shit they don't want to do all the time. And it's not always easy, but like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, they're like, I'd rather have this life than like 
scrolling CNN for two hours every night. Yeah. But if you're tired, rest 100%. Just maybe not for 20 years. Right. <laughs> if you want other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, as because I'm a surgeon and I see surgeons and I see burnt out doctors every day, like if you're truly working 100 plus hours every single week and you don't have a family life and you don't have health and you don't have all that, it's like, is that, is, is that what you want to choose for the next 20 years? Right. You know, cause the job, this job will take everything from you. Yes. If you let it doesn't mean there aren't amazing jobs out there, but like this job will take everything from people. I've, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it take people's lives. Yep. So it's just that perspective of like, at the end of the day, it's a job and you have your own, you have the only life you're going to have. Right. Like where, where is you at your absolute best? What does that look like? And what are you going to do to get that life? Because it takes a while to like, be like, this is where I am. I'm scrolling on social media. It takes a while. It takes a while to like switch the the gear. Right. But yeah, I, it worked for me. Like, it, yeah. I don't, I don't think I'm special. I think I, at one point I was just like sick of, sick of my own bullshit. Right. That helped. Yes, definitely. Thank you. You got this, whatever you're thinking of, you're thinking of something. Tell me, feel free <laughs> to tell me later. <laughs> you you can do it. Here's the thing. You can do fucking anything you want to. Yes, I do agree. Anything you want to. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean somebody's going to like give it to you. It doesn't mean you're going to figure it out in the next right. three years, right? But it's like, once you're given that freedom of like, eh, see if it's yeah. true or not. Like, just life's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm tired and I rest. Right. And I go for pizza because I don't want to cook. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for asking. All right, everybody. Does that make sense? Who needs clarification? Who needs coaching? We've got 12 minutes left. That made me warm. I have the feeling of warmth now. Here we go. Let's change your name. Rename. We're going to name you warmth. Hi. Hi. I'm having some like connectivity issues, but I think we should be okay. Um, I, can, I can hear you. Okay, great. Wonderful. So yeah, everything is fine. I just really want some coaching on, it's such an annoying topic. I'm sorry in advance, but I just seem to, um, my, it's like so lame to bring to a surgical <laughs> coaching, but I just, my diet, I cannot, I don't know what happened, but I felt like 
I just can't get my diet under control right now, like my general lifestyle. And I felt like I was on such, like, I felt like I reached this like level of self-awareness and like, I don't know, balance for so long with it, especially with coat, honestly, with room one, like from over two years ago. And I don't, for some reason, I'm like off kilter since the holidays. And I'm like, no, the clarity and peace I had for the last two years was so well, it was like the first I'd ever felt that degree of like peace and clarity. And for some reason, ever since like basically Thanksgiving, I, I just, I, I'm, I feel like I'm back where I, I don't know. I'm not, I just, I'm thinking about like, yeah, it's just this relentless sort of like obsessive, not, not obsessing, but just like, you know, what did I eat? Was it healthy? Was it not healthy? Oh my God. I, I think I gained five pounds. Oh my God. Like I, not, I don't really weigh myself anymore. I stopped doing that, but uh, it's just, and I'm not sure how to get myself back there. Like, I think I know all the right things I'm supposed to do. Like I should journal and I should like, you know, do, I, I kind of stopped doing probably a lot of self-care that I was like aggressively doing because everything was going so great for so long. <laughs> but I feel like I just can't seem to get myself for whatever reason, I can't seem to just get back to like a healthy sort of like way of being. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like you, so you weren't having the thoughts when you were doing the self-care and now like yes. the, the thoughts are coming back? Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Like I really got, I think, I, I, I'm not sure, but I like all the, the thoughts and the caring so much and the hyper analysis and like all that stuff, it kind of went away for a long time. And so I don't know what variable changed that it's like all back after like literally two years of pe- like not, instant peace, but I worked towards it. And then like, I don't know where it went. And I, I, I guess like I did stop some of this, like a fair amount of the self-care stuff. And that's probably what it is. <laughs> I guess I'm just saying it out loud for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, that, I mean, that's why coaching is awesome. Cause you're like, Oh, there it is. <laughs> like, yeah. the to- I think that makes a lot of sense. I would just say like, as much as you can bring that self-care back, we're, yeah, just exp- I guess, we're just experimenting, right? Like bring it back yeah. and see, see, see what happens. It feels good to put it out there into, into the world. Like, I guess, like, thank you. <laughs> totally. um, I think that's totally I, like, legit. Yeah. And it totally like, I, it like it invades like everything where I'm like, why am I like, I'm playing with my kids. Why am I thinking about the goddamn breakfast I had, like I'm, I'm having fun, like or I'm doing something that I'm like enjoying. Or I'm, I'm, we're, I'm at dance class. My husband and I are doing dance lessons. It's like the greatest yeah. thing ever. I highly awesome. recommend awesome. it. And I'm in there, and I'm like, but I'm thinking about the dinner I just ate. I'm like, why did I eat that much? I ate past being full. Why did I do that? You know, like, and it's like, God, I'm like letting it ruin things. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. And it, um, it, it might be. I'm just throwing this out as an idea. I, maybe I'm wrong. But like the self-care could have helped so much just with like, a, that could be, even if it's not about the food, just like your baseline anxiety brain. Yeah. Right? And then the self-care helps that anxiety brain go away. So whether it's about yeah. the food or not, your your brain just wants to get stuck on something. Yeah. I think you're, I think you're like, I honestly, sometimes I'm like, I feel like just the brain, the way my brain works for whatever reason, I do not know. It 
does, I like to, it, I'm a quick, I'm quick to ruminate <laughs> and quick to overanalyze and quick to like, and I totally recognize that, but stopping it is another thing, <laughs> you know, is another task at hand. And, and it's like, yeah, I, I mean, and everything is going, everything's good, but for whatever reason, like work as well, things are good. I just like, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. There might be something in that self-care that the brain really likes. Yeah. And now it's just like, you know, like the hamster on the wheel, right? It's like, oh, I'll just run on the wheel and think about food. Yeah, it totally is. It totally is. And I just, um, I want to... I think the thing, this is what I, this is what I do is like, right when I get like a little bit of, I get, I kind of, I don't know. I feel like when I get better, so to speak, like in whatever way that I'm analyzing myself, like I then stop doing the things that led me to get there. Cause I feel like, oh, I don't need them anymore, you know, or, oh, oh. I'm good now. Or, uh, you know what I mean? Oh. Then I'm like, then I, then I get back here and I'm like, what? And it's been a good two years. <laughs> so I'm like, shit. I know. Yeah, I mean, I the good, the good news is like, it, it starts reinforcing like, oh, now I know. Like, it's just, it's yeah. a nice lesson to be like, right. Right. This is, this is what the brain wants to do when I don't do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But yeah. It's like, I don't really need this much sleep. Right. Like, can I just stop sleeping as much? And then you're like, oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, totally. When it goes like, when it goes well, your brain's not like, good job, good job, good job, good job. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't get like that. It's only then when you're like, oh, this these patterns come back when I don't do that self-care. Yeah. 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 That's totally what's going on. I think I, 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 I got to, I, what I want to do is prioritize that like I, journaling about these things as I was in the past. And I do, I've been doing this like med- mindfulness eating, like during my, during lunch at work, like if, you know, and that's really, that was really helpful. I just kind of stopped. Well, it's probably it. <laughs> yeah. It's probably it. Yeah. You got this. Totally good insight. Yeah. Thanks for letting me say it out loud. I'm like, I'm, I feel like it's such a silly thing, but it, but it, it's not. Dude, it's, it's, it's everything. Yeah. It's, it's like my, con- yeah, it's my presence in life. So it is everything. In a sense. Well, I think it's the whole, like, you know, when you, when you don't have self-care, you can't really understand what it does for you until you like have it. And then it goes away. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, definitely. that's why people say you should prioritize this stuff because it, yeah. it actually works. But we just don't get the like, you know, gold light of like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I feel empowered. I knew I feel empowered already. Thank you very much. Awesome. Totally. My pleasure. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Awesome for you guys to show up. I really appreciate this group. You guys are amazing. We will see you next time.